Welcome back to Buffs and Blindsides, the official, unofficial Survivor 44 recap podcast. Today we're covering episode 10, as always, spoilers ahead. So go check that out on CBS or Paramount if you haven't already. And make sure to get out your Buffs and Blindsides bingo cards or drinking game cheat sheets (laughs) as we continue to cover the same things over and over again on this podcast. Uh, take a shot every time we make a negative comment about Jeff. <laughs> you must, you might be dead after this. I think I, I think I only have one this week, so you know it'll just be a light drinking night. It won't be alcohol poisoning like some weeks. It'll be a uh, full tilt boogie. <laughs> Whatever that means. That was so random. I, I can't even begin to tell you like what was going on right then. Oh, that made no sense. Yeah. So so jumping ahead to who goes home, my winner pick, Franny, she's she's gone. And this is why I just like don't do any sports betting, anything like that. My <laughs> predictions are always wrong. I mean, I think I was pretty pretty hesitant to pick her. Um I was just like, eh, I want her to win. I'll pick her as my uh what our, our redraft winner pick. You were I think it was just yeah, right. It was, it was a matter of time that she went home. Um, yeah, I agree. It's just like a trend in this new era that we're left with most boring middle-of-the-road finalists who <laughs> just throwing shade on all of them. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, can't, can't she, was, argue she, was, she was playing a good game, winning a lot of challenges. I think it was just a matter of time, and like that last challenge was kind of the last nail in the coffin. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, a fair way to put it. I also just, as much as I loved Franny the person, there was never really, the strategic play I'm not sure was super there. Like, we'll get into it more later this episode, I'm sure. But I just feel like, even the past couple episodes, her decision making can be puzzling at times. Um, which mm-hmm. I don't think we really saw till the merge, probably because Soka was so dominant, but I feel right. like we're seeing it now big time. Yeah. So... You anything else to say before we get into it? I don't think so. No, I think I, I think I'm ready to just tackle the episode, man. Okay, so like right off the bat, we're getting some. As we always have this season, it's like kind of fallout from tribal for a few minutes. Um, so first, we see Franny upset about kind of being left out of the vote, um, wondering what's going on. Which I right. don't think I realized. Like I, I when I was listening to all that, I'm like, did I not watch who voted for who last week? And I definitely <laughs> don't think I did. Because yeah, the like the way the vote shook out was way different than I had thought it was. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, her being completely left out was interesting. Very interesting. And then we get to Carson, who's just like scheming, playing a hell of a game. <laughs> I can't believe that he was literally able to, in front of Jamie and Lauren, just be like, Jamie, I need to talk to you. alone," And, like, absolutely no backlash at all. That's wild. (laughs) I don't know what... uh, Carson has some sort of privilege out on this island. Like, I don't know what it is, why everyone trusts him, and why no one gets mad at him, but I need someone to make it make sense for me. He, He was just acting. He purposefully got sick, so people thought he would be weak. Oh, yeah, correct. Yeah, I I don't know. Yeah, every time he's like making moves or something, it's like, you know, I don't 
I don't really vibe with Carson on like a personal level or like as a character. He doesn't really make for interesting TV, but he's he's like he's just playing a really good game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think that's the best way of putting it. Like, um, very strategic. His moves are very calculated. Like, it's never mm-hmm. really an unnecessary risk, but it's always it's like a collection of a lot of small moves executed well has made up his game for the most part so far. Um, it's not a lot of swings and misses or a lot of swings and hits. It's a lot of more solid bunting, you know? I think that, that can get you far, for sure. Right. So, like, very quickly, we're getting into the reward challenge. Like, mm-hmm. right off the bat, within, like, the first five minutes. Love I that. I was tweaking. When we walked in, I was like, I swear, if this is immunity, I swear. <laughs> it was <not. laughs> I was relieved. Um, and it was like a good reward. I was hype about the reward. I, I, I would kill for that if I were actually on the show. Tacos with all the fixins. <laughs> Tim loves his fixins, man. All the fixins. You know, it's a typical Survivor thing. Jeff's like listing the different things and all the fan, all the players are just like, oh, yes, Jeff. Give me the tacos. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Love that. Um... You know what they I made think... too much of a point out of, though, with the reward? You know, we talk about all the fixins. Do we really have to hit on the virgin margarita concept as hard as we did? Like, I, thought that I was... think they always do. They always do when there's someone not of age. Like, I remember when it, I was... when it was Will, right? That was, like, the first yeah. time. And I'm like, you're in Fiji. Are we really going to make a point that this guy can't drink when he's, like, 19 years old? Like, we all know he's drinking at college. Um, and then, like this I mean, one, like I think the reason they were there's no one under 19 on this season, right? Maybe maybe Carson is actually or under 21. Carson might 19. Be. You're thinking in Champagne Bar. I am logic, thinking in Champagne Bar logic. <laughs> um, um, you, you know, it's I think it's just a family show, and they're trying to cover their bases. Don't want to get too many back, too much backlash. There's a lot of people who are, you know, religious or conservative okay <laughs> about, fair enough. about yeah. drinking so i think they're covering that and one one thing that i thought was nice is like i wasn't even thinking of it carolyn who's sober so like she was able to have something to drink um, and i agree like don't get me wrong i 1000 percent agree with the decision to put the virgin option out there i'm just saying like i feel like the fact that they call attention to it is odd because normally people like like Carolyn, or I have friends who don't drink, like they try not to call attention to it. And I feel like Jeff just puts an odd right. amount of attention on it, which is something people don't normally want on that. It's um, which is more know, from again, no problem with them having it. It's advice from the legal department or something. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> it. I like um that. Yeah, anyway, so the, with this challenge I feel like we've seen before, at least all the different parts of it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they've done it like last season or the season before or something. Um, solid challenge. Franny, I love the beast, spinny challenge. Beast mode. <laughs> spinny challenges are fun when they're all like giggly, like stumbling around. I think that's a good time. And I always yeah. like people are in a better, like a little more chill of a mood for reward challenges. Um, right. So that's always nicer too. It just feels like they're having a little more fun. They don't care quite as much. Yeah, it looked like everyone was having fun, except yeah. maybe Danny. Danny's always going <laughs> hard. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I always love to, like, you know, challenge Beast Franny wins another, and then it, like, you can just, they literally pan over to Danny and you just see how pissed off he is. I I really appreciated (laughs) that that decision to show him directly. Yeah, although a lot of people on social media kind of talking, well, 
getting ahead of things, talking about how Danny saved Franny like a few episodes ago with the idol and now just like voted her out, was gunning for her. <laughs> it's it's because she's beasting all these challenges. <laughs> True. I also feel like, yeah, I kind of saw some of that when I was like briefly scrolling as just, you know, when I was waiting for the scenes from next week and like, I didn't understand that point because, you know, people are good for both a time and like their vote, you know, like he needed her until that point. Like if he doesn't save her there, they're in a hole for a while. And then Heidi probably goes next. And then he's one V the world for a long time, you know, whereas doing it the way he did it, keeping her around. Yeah. They got two more votes. They got rid of two raw two members. Like just because I feel like you need to view an idol as a tool, not necessarily just protection, right? It can be right. offensive or defensive. And this was an offensive idol. This is not, <clears throat> A defensive i'm protecting my ally this is a i want who i want to go home um yeah I, yeah exactly and i i watched the exit interview earlier today we're we're recording this the day after the episode so you know this is going to be one of our worst episodes of course uh, so, <laughs> but but i watched i watched the uh exit interview and franny was saying well yeah he used his idol and then like we never talked again after that <laughs> it was kind of just like it was his like big move or he wanted to be in control. So he was using the idol placing on who he thought was going to go home. It was never really about saving Franny. It could have been yeah. anyone. Um, yeah, I agree with that completely. Or at least that's how so, it definitely appeared to me the whole time. Right. Um, so getting back to the challenge reward, uh, Franny wins. Then Jeff's like, okay, we're bringing letters from home. Uh, and then she gets to pick some people. You know, like, I always think it's it's good TV, but it's so brutal to watch them picking these people. Especially for that reward, like, when Jeff mentions the letters from home. Like, it's one thing you don't get the taco. I feel like people are, like, and we saw it with Jamie on this time, like, people get pissed when you don't pick them for the loved ones thing. Right. Um, like, they get so irrationally angry about it. It's funny. I mean, it's good TV, but, yeah, it it's hard to watch. Um, I think it, was it last season that the letters from home was just like a surprise thing like i don't think they even mentioned it and it yeah, was I think just that like two ago and that might have been 42 although it might have no been i think 42. it was the one with owen i think owen was on it i think they might have done it twice that way because i definitely know 42 was they like sent them off to that little shack place and it lit up with the videos remember and that was so cute um so that definitely was that way in 42 too but it could be that way in 43 also okay yeah so i hate when they have to leverage like <laughs> letters from home or like a family visit but mm -hmm. you know i she made the right choice like <laughs> you can't I really, really like for the people that she brought i really liked her first two selections carolyn like as soon as jet like just like picks one i'm like you gotta pick carolyn here I, I don't know why i just felt like you had to um so i think that choice was the right one i really liked the lauren pick too again like a, a young mom a, a young single mom away from her kids like yeah it's someone i feel like you should get them some letters you know um the last one was an interesting choice, I thought. Heidi just doesn't seem very emotional. Like, to, like she just seems very, like, stable, heady, steady. And I think sometimes when you're picking those challenges, you have to look at it not from who would enjoy their letter the most, who is going to cause me the most trouble by not being picked, and then just kind of pick that person. Mm -hmm. um, like, I don't know. I just thought she sent a lot of bitter people back to that beach. Like, Danny's kind of bitter, I felt like. Um, he didn't say it, but... 
he just gives me those vibes that he would be better at that stuff. We knew Jam Jam was going to be better about it. Like, yeah, maybe you just got to separate some of that action. You can't let all the bitter people go stew together. I'm not saying that's part of the reason she went home, but I'm also not not saying that. Like, you left up too many schemers on that beach alone. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's a good point. And I, I guess that kind of just like that that furthers the point that it's like okay everything in this game is strategy like mm-hmm. every decision you make is strategy just like who you pick for the rewards um what that's rocks you decide to climb you. on or not climb on <laughs> exactly um so i mean that could have been the thing that sent her home um but you know i was kind of hoping that it was a good strategic move and we'd get like this power alliance Man, coming from hoping. the reward. The women's Evan, alliance. I wrote Evan wanted, my notes. Women's Evan alliance. Wanted women's that alliance. women's alliance. I want it so um, bad. Yeah. So we get we get to see the sanctuary a little bit. Um actually you want to talk about camp at all? Because I think I they showed that first. Yeah, I don't again, it was the people that I kind of thought were gonna be a little bitter were a little bitter and uh, there's not much to say there. Um, yeah, I think I'm just good with the sanctuary. That I wish we actually got to see more of like the sanctuary. Like Jeff's hyping up that they're gonna get to some right. pillows and blankets, and like I always like when they show us that stuff or when they used to. And now it's like we got to see the letters, which of course you do want to see them talk about their letters and stuff. But you know that that was kind of all we got. Like we got a quick look at the margs. Um, yeah, I think it was. I think it was a little bit too short. Like, I wish they gave us a little bit more. <laughs> um, I think this is, like, when they have the letters from home, it's always great, like, adding some context to the edit, mm-hmm. um, learning more about the players. And I feel like we got just, like, a, a little bit of it. So we got um, Lauren a little bit and Jam Jam, who wasn't even on the <laughs> the the visit or... The, the trip reward whatever you want to call it mm-hmm. um learned a little bit more about his background um a little bit about carolyn and like her son and how he doesn't like writing <laughs> um, yeah yeah but you're right like i wish we got a little bit more of that sanctuary just like them excited about having a bed or like blankets and stuff yeah and that in, in franny's exit sure. interview she was talking about how like at 3 a.m. they got up in the middle of the night and got went back to get more tacos. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, because that I guess Carol- so I would have loved to see right. that. Oh, right. I wish I didn't even know that now because I'm pissed I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think Carolyn was leading the charge on that. She was just like, I'm getting up and going to get some tacos at three in the morning. And they're I guess they all got up and they're just eating them on the beach. I can't believe anyone would go around and vote vote Franny out after that just happened. You share a taco <laughs> late at 3 a.m. and then you vote a woman out. That, that's that's brutal, man. Nothing personal. No, um, I would take that personally. <laughs> um, I'm glad that we finally got some of Lauren's story too, like to highlight in particular. Like, Jam Jam, I think it was mostly kind of like we got visuals that went with things right. we already heard. Like Lauren, this is like we got to learn about like her dad, her background, like what I don't know. I, I'm glad we finally got to hear some of that. I think she's an interesting person that's been. She's one of the people that I'm kind of sad has been under-edited, like, I think one of the more, like, people who have gone far and been under-edited is normally, like, a group where I'm like, okay, I kind of get why that happened. I feel like Lauren, I'm a little 
confused why. Um, yeah. So I'm just glad we finally got something. Yeah, I agree 100%. She seems like an interesting person and like yeah wish we got more of that context of her game like we we rarely see any of her strategy either (laughs) no nothing like she's truly like her and jamie have just been like here the whole time it feels like yeah i I think they get teased in like the scenes from next week more than they're in the actual show (laughs) as weird as that (laughs) sounds i feel like they're they always pop up in there a lot i think like jamie drops those like good energetic voice lines that they like for those um, then I feel like we just never actually really see them in the episode. The, the good misleading voice lines about like, I don't know, being in power or something, yeah. which she's yeah. certainly not. Um, um, I was so excited, but we already talked about the Women's Alliance briefly. I was so hyped, but immediately you can just kind of tell Heidi it was not going to work. Like, that's why I didn't think Heidi was a good choice. I didn't think she was going to go turn her back on Danny. And as much as like, she kind of did, kind of didn't, like, I don't want to totally blame her, but even when they were, like, talking to her about, like, do you want to vote Danny on? She's like, you know, we'll see. I'm like, okay. It's it's on the if table. You're, if you're even considering it, you need to be like, yes. <laughs> like, you're not hard committing to it at that point. Just say yes. And the fact she's like, we'll see. Or it's on the table. I'm like, okay, she's not actually really that interested in doing it. Yeah, she's, I don't know. She's playing a very interesting game to me. <laughs> she seems like very flippy floppy or like yeah it's like not very not right not confident in anything and i guess probably she's she's considering everything which is like fine it's fine to consider all your options but she's very open (laughs) that she's like she she doesn't have anything nailed down and you know what? Honestly, the way that the past couple seasons have played out, that might work really well for her. She makes like one good move at the final five and she'll go win the game, right? So um, it's not a bad strategy. It's just a, a boring one. Um, <laughs> and one that, again, like you have to look at the people you're aligning yourself with. And I don't know. I think like just Danny's, I'm sure we'll talk about Danny's strategy later in this episode, but questionable. <laughs> questionable so after that i think we get back to camp and it's jamie telling everyone um telling everyone her story about what happened to her idol Mm -hmm. no one believes her you know this is like legitimately my biggest fear like if i were to go on survivor like when i play any like bluffing game like i don't know mafia werewolf whatever um this is literally how it always plays out for me. No one ever believes me when I'm telling the truth. <laughs> We've got a friend like that. And like, you know, I think I played a couple of those games with you, Tim. And you, you, for some reason, just people don't believe you. Like, there are those people where just the way they deliver the truth when they're like in a game based on lying makes it just seem like such a lie. Like, they're so trying to tell the truth. Right, exactly. It like, I'm so- a lie. I'm, uh, I'm so desperate. Yeah, to prove your <laughs> desperate. Right, the desperation comes across, and people think that that's just bad lying or something. Um, yeah, so we see that. That's like, kind of interesting. I did think it was odd that not like. I think I would have believed her. I don't know. I just feel like Jamie has not been the type who's like gone around like spewing lies. Like definitely in her confessionals, it's been clear that's not really her thing. Um, 
like I'm surprised not a single person was like, oh, she might be telling the truth. Like, it just didn't seem like that fabricated of a story. I mean, we have seen everyone doing exactly what she said she did for like three seasons in a row. Like, we've heard a lot more far-fetched things that people believe. I don't quite know why no one wanted to believe her. I just feel like there was an opportunity there for like, if you were someone who did, like, you go like, tell her, hey, uh, you know, not everyone else is feeling this, but like, I'm with you. I don't know. I feel like Jamie would be a good ally. Like Loki, she doesn't seem interested in betraying people. She's here for right an experience. Like this is an odd group of players. Like I don't know. It's just a weird season. I think strategically. Yeah, just to add some of that context from the exit interview um, mm-hmm. with Franny, she was saying that when Jamie came to Soka, she told them a bunch of stuff about Ratu and how things played out. Um, I think she was talking about like that first tribal council and saying that Maddie was voted out unanimously. No one played their shot in the dark is pretty uneventful. Mm-hmm. Um, so she did lie to, to Franny. And then I think when they got to the merge, she Franny was saying that like um, she discovered that lie from the from the rat two people. So okay, okay. She didn't trust. She didn't trust yeah. her this time. Okay, that makes more sense, and that does make a lot more sense. Um, I I would say like, you know, to me, I, I mean, just personally, Jamie doesn't come off as like she comes off kind of inauthentic to me. That's uh, fair. She's definitely like a larger than life kind of person, right? Like that, like toxic positivity you might call it um just i don't know like she i don't believe a person can be like that <laughs> like yeah, like you said funny. larger than life it doesn't she doesn't feel like a real person um see i uh, feel like i have like a similar take on that but a different flavor of it where i can't stand people who okay. are like too nice i'm like no one is just this nice like you're just mean in your head or something and then not vocalizing right. it. But I understand where you're coming from. Where like, yeah, you can't have this much energy. Like, where is this coming from? This is <laughs> fake. Yeah, exactly. That's kind of how I feel about that. And might lead people to think that she was yeah. lying. Um, that, but I, I just thought that that was a funny part of the episode where like absolutely no one believed her. And she's telling the truth. Um, there was like, a lot of that this episode where like people were telling the truth and then people just like weren't believing them. Like, because you got to believe someone eventually, like right. And what the I think it was Heidi telling Franny that we got to uh, we got to wait to unpack that because I'm ready to launch okay. into what the hell are we doing? Um, so <laughs> <laughs> do you have anything else on Jamie's Jamie's story that no one believed? Jamie's Jamie's true story that no one believed? Um, uh, nothing that I can think of. I'm I'm sure we go to challenge right after this. I believe we do. And okay. Je- Jeff pulled out that puzzle, and I'm like, "All right, that's a 3D printable one." And uh, <laughs> yeah, I was thinking happened. that as soon as I saw that, I was like, "Ah, I, I don't know if Carson. Uh, do you think he 3D printed that one? Was that one in his actually. in his repertoire?" But it seemed 3D printable, so right. Know, you know. Uh, it does seem like one that would be in his repertoire, even if he hadn't expressly done that one yet. There. Um, yeah, I think yeah. we're getting to the point where like the only people I feel like I can reliably trust to do puzzles this season were Carson and Franny. And now one of them's gone. Does that really like open up the door for Carson to kind of start putting these things away if he can just plow through puzzles? We'll see. Because obviously right. like, we saw Danny on that puzzle today. That man can't do a puzzle for sure. 
Like he, I, I mean, think he got a piece and he started it first. Yeah. So like, as soon I just as don't I really saw, know else can take these. I think Danny was first to the puzzle and Carson was like really close behind. And I was like, as soon as Carson got his pieces, I'm like, Carson's going to win this challenge. I mean, yeah. like the the edit makes it seem more suspenseful than it was. <laughs> or maybe not. I, when they I got mean, that one piece I did, wrong, I, I was like, believe... well, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but no. Well, you could tell she saw it. Yeah, that, that, that did open the door a little bit. But like. You could tell she was still far away. <laughs> right. Exactly. It wasn't believable <laughs> yeah I agree. Um, but the, the music was great though i got i gotta point out like the music during the challenge i had not heard them use that song before it was kind of like this funky like puzzle duel kind of song uh, it worked really right. well for the franny carson head-to-head i was vibing i i didn't notice the music in the challenge but i did notice like some new music at tribal i think yeah i noticed that too and also thought that was good <clears throat> editing team continues to deliver in my opinion <laughs> um so at this point we're like halfway through the episode, I want to say. Yeah, I, I was so. just think, like, like thirty minutes. So. Okay, maybe it was before the challenge. I made this note, but I was just saying, like, okay, we're we're only like halfway through this episode, and we've already seen so much. This has been like a very balanced edit. I'm enjoying this so far. Not perfect. Like, would have liked to see more of that sanctuary, but like, it's balanced. I'm enjoying this good survivor yeah, yeah it, um, it was uh to your point like we got some jamie strategy talk and that's when you knew very balanced <laughs> we were seeing everyone yeah yeah i think we did see a little bit of everyone today yesterday whenever you watched it <laughs> 10 minutes ago <laughs> um yeah yeah i think that worked that worked out well um yeah, they're just doing a nice job. I feel like I feel like we actually do like understand pretty much everyone's POV this season. This might be like I know I ragged on them earlier for not really showing much of Lauren or Jamie, but we do get them every now and then and still in like relative comparison to past seasons. Like we still do see more of them than other people. Like I feel like we're really kind of learning how to balance the edits super well, which is nice. I'm not yeah, I'm not entirely sure how over overall like the arcs the different arcs of players is going to play out and how much time that they've got um on screen throughout the whole season how that's gonna shape up but like week to week like these past few weeks have been really solid episodes um Mm -hmm. i mean not happy about the outcome of this most recent episode but like it was a good episode there is a lot to unpack we're getting a lot of context um seeing a lot of strategy that uh, i mean the vote kind of i kind of didn't see it coming because the edit did mislead you a little bit but i you kind of it was at least on the table that franny was going home it wasn't like out of the blue yeah yeah i like that we actually had like the i'm sure we'll break down how we got to all these things but it was kind of a three-way split between people like we heard three names come up which is fun i feel like normally they only give mm-hmm. us two and it's like binary right. a or b and this time it was like any of the three i was like okay i kind of like this can go anyway um yeah so so you want to talk about this strategy now after Let's do it. Let's or getting do it. back to camp yeah so i think the first one that was odd was at the like the water well or there's a group that's talking out in the ocean i can't really remember who it is but at the water well it's like danny lauren and jamie maybe someone else and danny's just like 
let's get Franny. And I'm like, that's a bold thing to directly tell a person that you went on or to tell a person that you have not worked with, in fact, that you have worked against the whole time, who just went on a reward with the person you're talking about voting out with, like, no lead-in. And I was like, that's so weird. And then Lauren goes into confessional and says exactly what I said. Like, you haven't tried to build a relationship with me, and then you, like, throw out the name of the person who just took me on a reward. Like, what are you doing? I'm like, great. End there. And then she's like, but maybe I'll go along with it. I'm like, why? Why? (laughs) No, that's dumb. You know, I mean, at the beginning of the episode when she won that challenge, I was like, you know, she's a threat. And like they've been saying that for the past few weeks. I don't think it's crazy to want to go for Franny. Like it's not out of the blue that someone would want to go vote her out and be that clear about it because her name has been thrown out before. Like, I I don't think that that's that crazy of a move. Yeah, no, you're right. It's I not think, that crazy. I think move, the timing, like... the timing is the only thing you could question about it. Like, okay, is this the right time for Franny to go? Do we want her as a shield or something? I don't know. Bring her along. Like, yeah. it's I don't think she'd be someone to win the game like I said earlier. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's um, why you that's why you made her your winner. She might be some right. She might be someone to hang around. I don't know. Yeah. Um, that's fair. I I just, I take a lot of stock in, like, I very much would want to keep my group tight. Like, I am a believer, you know, I think a lot of these people kind of play the game of if I don't win, I don't really care who does. And, like, I'm definitely not that way. And I'm like, if I don't win, I want one of my friends to win. And so from, like, I think my decision making would look a little different out there in terms of, like, I'm not just going to do, like, oh, that person could, like, that person could beat me. They need to go home right now. Like, they're the strongest player out here right now. Like, if I have a relationship with Franny and I don't have one with Danny... Okay, I'm keeping Franny, even if she's the bigger threat. Um, but I, I value predictability and things like that, which just don't seem like key pillars of the game right now. So again, I don't think it was a bad play. Like I understood where she was coming from. It's just not, not my personal taste buds. You know what I mean? Yeah, that kind of sounds like some coach from Token Teens uh, <laughs> logic. Bring, right, well, now bring I'm the go strongest. Really, I'm going to reevaluate everything I've ever said in my life. If no, I no, like no, coach no. From Token Teens. No, 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 but his whole thing that season was, like, bring the strongest person to to final tribal with you. <laughs> I'm not saying that. Um, I, I, no, prove... you, you got to okay. cut him loose at some point. I'm just okay. saying I don't want to be stuck living on the island with a bunch of people I don't like because I took out all of my big threats who are also my friends. <laughs> you know? Yeah. There, there's a time and a place to cut them, and at the end of the day, I don't think, like, the Franny Challenge Beast thing, I get it. She had one three of five. Was Franny going to challenge Beast the rest of this season? Up for debate. Clearly, the people on the island thought she was going to. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with that. I think I also think they were dumb because now you've essentially left it where Carson is going to win any puzzle and Danny's going to win any physical challenge um, outside of maybe like pure balance. And Franny was the person who was foiling both of them. So good luck. Okay. So going back to what you were saying about her being close with like voting out the people that you're close with just because they're the big threat. Yeah. I think really at this point, the only person that Franny was really close with is Carolyn. Yeah, I agree with that. That's a, that's a good point for sure. I, I don't really see anyone else being particularly close with her. Yeah, you're right. You're right. On any of the votes or like anything. So she was kind of on the outs already. Um, 
she talked about that in the exit interview. She was saying like over the past few days before she got voted out, she was getting really close with Carolyn at final tribal. We see that she's gave back her belt that she was wearing. Yeah. Um, but other than that, I, I think she was a hundred percent on the table and like, no, you're right. You're right. Like it, it's not a surprise. <laughs> yeah. No, you're definitely I don't think right. any, she wasn't like actually that close with those people. Um, I, I guess I just really wanted them all female lines to work out, so I'm projecting. It's fine. It's okay. I'm I'm with you. I want I wanted her to go far, but yeah. <laughs> um, I'm just really happy she gets to be reunited with Matt. You know, that's that's what's keeping me going on this difficult day. So so the other annoyed, uh, the other name that's getting thrown out there is is Jamie, of course, because people think she's a liar. <laughs> um. I guess who who is gunning for Jamie? Was that like Franny's doing kind of? Yeah, it was that they were gonna split between Jamie and Danny, right? It's kind of okay. the initial talk is like that was what the Franny Carolyn group wanted was to split between Jamie Danny, and then that was like the one that Carson was nominally in on, um, but not actually ever in on that plan. I think that's the yeah, other reason I don't um... like Carson. Carson takes out my people. You know, Carson's moves are taking out your winner pick and my winner pick. So my, my original winner pick. So, yep, he's taking everyone out. Um, he knows the big threats. He knows how to get them gone. Yeah. Good moves. Good that moves NASA, easy. NASA intelligence. Shut up. <laughs> that that Georgia Tech. Shut up. Education. <laughs> um <laughs> Was there anything else to say before we get into the other name that gets thrown out? I think we need I think we need to break down the other name that gets thrown out. Um, and, and how that starts, right, is, again, Danny's got this plan. They're going to vote for Franny. He's apparently pulled in Lauren and Jamie from the water well. Right. And so he goes up to Heidi. And I might be one of the worst quotes I've ever heard in this game. of Like <laughs> talking to your closest right. ally. Right. Quote, we don't even need you as a number. <laughs> dot, dot, dot. I'm going to omit a little bit. But if you want to win the game, you just got to do it. <laughs> what? It's like, are you in or are you out? Like, It's not even that. It's uh, here's what's happening. Fuck you. Like, we're going to do it no matter what you do. Um, just bizarre. Like, especially because Heidi has not been someone who's like, put up a fight this game. I feel like she's been very agreeable on who they vote out. She's kind of done the Sandra as long as it's not me, right? <laughs> like, why that was his approach. Like, it's one thing he's like, I think we should vote out, you know, for any, and then she's like, well, no, I don't think so. He's like, okay, well, we're going to do it whether or not you're with us. That's one thing. Mm-hmm. But literally, he starts off with, or at least the edit shows that he starts off with, we don't need you, but here's what's going to happen, and you better do it. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. Interesting move. Uh, I mean, I think that's pretty consistent with Danny's game. He just gets an idea in his head. He's going to do whatever it is to accomplish that goal. Um, and I, I also do think it's weird that people seem to like want to keep him around. I don't know. Like For some reason, I would want to be getting rid of Danny. And I think that's because I like enjoy predictability and he's unpredictable. But I wonder if just no one thinks he has winner equity. like, And that's why he's not I, really coming up at all. Because I could see that. Where he is I like the, the Jonathan or the Mike, where you're just kind of keeping him around because yeah. yeah, no one's going to vote for him. I think it's even worse than that. Like, he just straight up has no social game. Like, I, yeah, don't... I don't think so. I think he's just really off putting to people. Like, he's just very. 
thinks he's a lot smarter than he is. Like, not even trying to bond or make concessions with people. Just just an odd, like, I don't really know how he see, like, I'm curious to hear what he thinks his chance of winning is, or, like, how he's going to sway the jury to vote for him. Is it just, like, you know, I played hard. Okay, well, everyone played hard. What did you do that made you different, you know? I played harder. Yeah. I mean, it, it is kind of interesting if you're beasting challenges and like how many playing out in the won? open not playing it under the well right but i mean <laughs> he could be winning challenges now true true um but, but like not playing an under the radar game i think that's respectable <laughs> just from my experiences, either, so, my experiences you know. as a viewer <laughs> I'm just saying it's been more entertaining to see someone like that playing a very yeah. unconventional game of Survivor. Like, That's fair. <laughs> props to him. I don't think he's going to win, but... Hey, I didn't think Gabe Ward was going to win, and you know, here we are, so... <laughs> God. Um, yeah, so I guess Heidi kind of just tells everyone exactly how that played out, and then everyone's like, Oh, I don't believe this. <laughs> it wasn't even that. They didn't claim to not believe it. it. The reaction was like, something's up. Right. Right, and right. like, fine reaction, I, I guess, but someone just told you something. Someone who, again, who like, from what we've seen, isn't really super interested in like, yucking it up, causing chaos, just like, comes over and tells you like, to me, that was the most willing she seemed to want to work with other people. Like, you can tell she Heidi was annoyed when Danny said that to her. Like, you could see it on her face. And then she comes over and says this, and then everyone's like, all right, it's time to vote out Heidi then? Like, <laughs> what? You just got her on your side. It yeah. made no sense. Like, <laughs> I had no clue what they were thinking about that one. I, I genuinely have, like, as time has gone on, it's even gotten worse. Like, I heard it at first, I'm like, why, why is Heidi the vote now? And then just the more and more you sit here and think about it, you're like, that was just incredibly dumb. That was so incredibly dumb. Because it I also think... like takes away from the equity of the group of four that was at the, the reward together because you're like, okay, well, you're just voting for someone else on the reward. Therefore, this bond that we have from that reward doesn't really matter. So like, I'm sure that's part of why they couldn't pull Jamie Lauren into that. Like, mm -hmm. just, just odd. Very odd. I can see it from the perspective of like to to play devil's advocate here. Um from the perspective of like she Heidi just seems to be stirring stuff up like right before tribal every every week. That's seems fair. not very like I was saying earlier, not very confident in the moves like that she's making and very like transparent about that. Um mm -hmm. so that's not the kind of person you want to have around. That's and a I good guess point. Good point. I guess if Franny's thinking, well, I don't think I have the votes to get Danny out, or like maybe I can put some votes on Heidi, or like, or, or uh, if she didn't think she had the votes for Danny or Jamie, right? Uh, maybe this chaos could get people to vote for Heidi. I don't know. Yeah, that's fair. I, I and just try to like... get it to stick right before tribal and not be her as the vote. I just but. feel like it was odd when the, the options were you either put votes on Heidi and then you're counting. You need Carson's vote, right? You have to have mm -hmm. Carson's vote for it to work. Or the alternative is you can just throw the votes on Danny and then you're choosing you need Carson's or Heidi to come with you. And either way, you're fine. You just need one of the two. So like just statistically speaking, 
I don't know. I never like having a plan that requires every person to perform on the plan. Like in this unpredictable era of Survivor, you definitely need to build in a tolerance to your plan if possible. Mm-hmm. And I'm not, it's not always possible, right? You can't always do that. But this week they could have. And I just think it was a it was a bad decision not to. And and I think Franny would agree with that, seeing how things played out. You know, I'm just Franny blind. Uh, <laughs> you're right. You know, I I'm blinded. You. I'm blinded by my winner. Pick. We're Franny Stannies, all right. You know, <laughs> you know, there's a part of me that hopes her and Matt don't work out because I'll move to Boston in a heartbeat. So you know, she's from Minnesota, isn't she? Yeah, no? she she goes to school. Oh, okay. In Cambridge, you know, I'll leave you to fill oh. in the blanks. But oh, okay. So um, <laughs> so we go to tribal. Uh. Jeff has lost his mind. Full tilt boogie, whatever that is. Yeah, that was... <laughs> man, he's trying so hard to make Tribal relevant, and it is just... Literally, Jam Jam is making fun of him at one point, and then Jeff is like, Haha, yeah, like, yeah, we're laughing together. And you literally just tell Jam Jam's like, no, I'm <laughs> laughing at you, Jeffrey. Um, um, yeah. I, I forget what Jamie said. She said something, or maybe she... She was explaining... No, this is what it was. Yeah, she yeah. was telling the same thing again. That people thought was a lie in front of, I, I guess she was maybe trying to bait Kane or something to like yeah. react, mm-hmm. which did not. You know, pay people, off. Ha- people have speculated online that like he was told not to react or something, or they're not allowed to. I mean, um, you're definitely not supposed to, right? Like, I'm glad he did. Right. I'm very glad he did. Right. Um, but I man, mean, it made her look bad. It made her look really it's, bad. At this point, Kane doesn't even know that this is a fake idol, probably. <laughs> We're actually the funniest part of this, again, that this idol that's right. caused so much consternation has been fake the whole time. <laughs> and no one knows it because the guy who made it, I don't know, he got medevaced weeks ago. Not weeks ago, probably like three days ago. <laughs> um, um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but my note was just like, how is Jamie still here? <laughs> like... <laughs> I, I don't understand. It's again, I think it's a person that I would be shocked at this point if Jamie's not sitting in the final three. Like, let's be real. Dog. Right. No, I one, think no one's are, voting for Jamie. Right. Like, I think people are just keeping her around to take to final. I um, think so. Like, you get to that point of eventually, like, you're like, oh, someone's here because they're not, because they're reliable, they're not disagreeable. And then you, like, hit an episode where you're like, okay, now you're here because people want to take you to the end. Jamie would hunt, people would hunt. I think every person on that beach right now is probably visualizing that Jamie is a part of their final three. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, what else is tribal? There's some new tribal music that was bopping. It was bopping. Um, I like when Jeff was literally begging for a live tribal. That was pretty sad. <laughs> oh, when he was like, are you sure you're ready to vote? <laughs> are yeah. You sh- are, yeah. You've made your decisions? Uh, it's it like, so, uh, all right. <laughs> I, I went and gagged a little bit. Um, again, this is just another example in the long string of examples of 10 minutes that could have been spent a million different ways this episode that would have been way better. Like, again, we wanted to see more of the reward. I still think the strategy from this episode, like, we had a lot of strategy time. We got, like, 20 minutes of strategy time, and it still didn't make much sense. I think we needed a couple more there to explain how the whole Heidi thing came together. Um, yeah, I mean, I think it's it's all about, like... They edit the strategy in a way where you can't really predict who's going home. Or, like, they try to make it, at least, that you can't predict who's going home. So, they I'm can't give that. us... 
they can't give us too much context. <laughs> I know, I know. It's just something about the way this all played out doesn't make a ton of sense in my head. And I'm not even sure it's something more time could have solved, but the whole time in Tribal Council, I'm just kind of like, oh, what, what happened strategically? Like, we saw a lot of it, but at the same time, like, there was not a clear strategic picture this weekend. Maybe that is just the chaos and randomness. It's New Age Survivor, right? And that definitely could mm-hmm. be the case. But something, like, as a very logical person, something about the trains of logic this weekend did not work at all when it came to strategy. And it, it, it was tougher for me to swallow. I'll leave it at that. Right. Um, so of course Franny goes home, name in the in the stupid NASA font from Carson. I can't, uh, you, you can't tell me that people haven't figured that out yet, right? <laughs> like, why is he doing that? Uh, I don't know. It's just broadcasting who you voted to to everyone. You know? I, I don't know. Being a, being a nerd, <laughs> maybe it was someone else who. <laughs> no, I think we actually. Point. I think we saw him right in the NASA font or something. <laughs> Someone or, well, starts copying the NASA font. <laughs> everyone at the, like, by the end, everyone's writing in this. <laughs> That'd be funny. Weird NASA He's teaching font. them all how to write it in the sand on the beach. Um, I think the result was fine. Like, good on them for <laughs> noticing a threat and taking it out. But. I was hoping that Franny's social game would save her. Like, I think she definitely upped it this episode and was trying to make more allies, which is good to see, but like, kind of too little, too late. I, to your uh, point, that's exactly it. If you're making the allies when you're in trouble, you're in a bad spot. Like, I do think people don't say enough that Survivor is a game of relationships. And even, even in this new age where it seems like alliances matter less and stuff, you need that goodwill built up. That's just human nature. And, to your point, I feel like I feel like Pr- Franny did not have a master plan when she came into this season of like how she was going to connect with people, like what she was going to do, and she was really figuring out on the fly, which I respect, but it never really felt like it was coming together too well. She had some clutch immunity wins. But... Matt derailed the whole. <laughs> that definitely could be the case. Like honestly, one hundred percent could be. You know, I think it did. Um... Maybe she was hoping that Matt would be around a bit longer as that number one ally, and um, that didn't really pan out. Like, we've Mm -hmm. seen those long-game relationships, and because that became so close, um, Mm -hmm. I think those long-game relationships have to have some more boundaries where it's like, okay, we're not... Like, it's more of an under-the-radar long-game relationship. And I don't yeah. think she was having those with the people from her tribe. Um, yes, from Soka, Like, It's a great way of putting it. I think because she was that close with Matt on her tribe, that she didn't get to establish those relationships with Danny and um, Heidi early on. And, like, if they probably went to more tribals, I think that she might have been gone a bit earlier. <laughs> I also agree with that. Um, but luckily they were winning challenges, so they didn't do that. So, I mean, she's lucky that she got past the merge <laughs> with that mm-hmm. strategy. Um, but yeah, I mean, it always she seems like a great person. I really like her. So, right, <laughs> <It's fine>. exactly. <laughs> you you want her to do well. Her exit interview was really good. She just seems genuinely enthusiastic about life and about the game. 
I loved her. So, it was yeah, in her little like exit confessional, like I get a front row seat to my favorite show. Oh, that was so cute. Also, the whole like her little test thing is the nerd in me who also you know enjoys passing a good test. Like, eh. oh. yeah, it, it's like she's hot. All right, that's yeah. all I gotta say. <laughs> um, it just felt like genuine fandom, right? Like a big a big complaint about the most recent seasons is like oh they're only casting super fans but like she felt like someone that is very much like it's kind of reined in but also like you can tell that she's very excited about everything mm-hmm. um speaking of which i don't it, know it was also cute in her exit thing no one is that happy when they get voted out you, you can tell she was like Definitely enjoying the fact that she would go get to spend some time with Matt, I think, at Ponderosa. And, and we'll never get to see any of it because they got rid of the Ponderosa whatever. I literally feel like it's scenes. so sad <laughs> that they got rid of it when they did. Because I feel like these would have we would have had so many good ones in the new era. Like, I with think the 42, new cast. With the 42 group where there was all that drama with Drea and Omer, so... right? Like, those would have been amazing. I think this season's would have been really good just watching the three guys be dorks out there, you know? <laughs> like, yeah. the first three. Like, you can't tell me there wasn't one Dungeons & Dragons game going and you, on. I'm just and saying. You say it, and we say it, like, every season, but, like, this just seems like the cast is really getting along with each other. Like, mm-hmm. for the most part. I mean, there might be some beef there. I don't know. I'm sure there's some, you know? <laughs> yeah, but, like... I'm getting the impression that they're all very friendly with each other, and that would have been a good Ponderosa to be on. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Anything else? Um, I don't really have anything else. I don't remember if I watched. I think I probably watched the preview of next week. I don't think it really gave me anything. <laughs> yeah, I definitely did watch it, but I literally don't remember a thing from it. I. Yeah, I don't. Nothing I don't, to take away thing there. That happened, so couldn't have been too interesting. But again, to your point, we're on a string of enjoyable episodes. I think this is the third, like I would say, like solid one we've had in a row. So hopefully, we keep it up. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I might be uh, a bit worried that we're we're losing steam here, getting rid of people who are interesting. <laughs> we still do have after after just the there. one after just the one vote. Um, like, we still I feel have like Carolyn, and we still have Jam Jam. They've recessed three. back a little bit as the merge has happened, but I think that's fun, because like giving us a break, we're recharging our Carolyn and batteries, and then I think they're going to be major players down the road. Um, yeah, I know there's like a couple people in here who are kind of boring, but there also are a lot of big personalities, so you know, when Caroline goes home next week, then we can really talk about them getting rid of the fun mm-hmm. people, but until then, I'm not worried. Oh, the one thing that I just thought of, White Dog Alliance is dead. Dead. <laughs> I was wrong. I, the theme of the this season of the pod is we're wrong at, we're bad at predicting. We're things. wrong at everything. Yeah, pretty much. Um, so in other words, Jeff Probst is knows exactly what he's doing, and he couldn't be better at his job because we don't think he's doing a great job. So right, I mean, like the editing this season has been good. I keeping us guessing. Like I don't know if there's anyone out there who can say like, oh, I predicted everything that would happen this season. That's not really possible. Like. You can, I don't know if anyone could possibly predict the boot order. Uh, like, there's probably a million different options that you could pick. A uh, mm-hmm. million different orders. Eighteen factorial. Yeah, what he said. Actually, eighteen <laughs> um, factorial minus three factorial, so it's fine. But all right, uh, I don't think there's much left to say. This has been no. an enjoyable episode. 
of Buffs and Blindsides. Thanks for listening as always. Peace, everybody.